Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. To a Celtic state of mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, and for the match day post-match bulletin, I'm joined by Anthony Haggerty and Lawrence Connolly. We're looking back on a 1-1 draw at home to Dundee United, who I think are going to have to take a lot of credit for what would have probably been an entertaining game for a neutral, Tony, but a very frustrating afternoon for a Celtic supporter to watch. Yeah, frustrating in the sense that they had the woodwork a few times and could have won the game, but uh, they didn't and we said at the top of the bulletin when we came on before the game it was a must win game yeah <laughs> they haven't won it and now they're what six points behind Rangers and what three or four points behind Motherwell and Hibs is that right 
Hibs are Hibs and Hearts are on fifteen now, Tony. So they're a point off the pace. Both unbeaten. Motherwell are on fourteen. Celtic on ten. But Dundee United, of course, are still sitting fifth on eleven. So you, you think about Aberdeen, who are two points behind us, and they're having a shocker of a season. They're yeah. only two points behind us. Well, Celtic have taken what ten points from the opening seven games. Yes. It's now less than fifty percent. Yep. So statistics and the league table don't lie. I think you, you, it's fair to say that the, the honeymoon period is, is over after today. I think, is that a fair comment? You know what I mean? Well, they did maybe enough to win the game, but they didn't win the game. So This this is the point. This is the point. So after Livingston, we ran a bulletin on the Monday, uh, Tony, which you were part of, and it asked the question, when do we speak about Ange? That's all it said. When do we speak about Ange? And we were criticised heavily in some quarters for even questioning uh, the, the role played by the manager because of things like, yes, but he's suffering from so many injuries. And by the way, it's a valid point. There's another two injuries today, which forced his hand on two occasions to make substitutions. Or, I but we could have won that game had we not hit the bar three times. But see, by the end of the season, you'll just have a plethora of I buts and no league title to show for it. Listen, United should have scored at the end. Yeah. They should have made yeah. it 2 1. <laughs> you, you know, so as much as we've hit a bar, they should have made it 2 1 at the end. But that's the thing. You could, uh, you know, for the Fuchs challenge, Lawrence, you could counter that by saying, well, United should have had a penalty in the first half. So, absolutely. Um, it could go both ways. Um, I, I do find it uh, a wee bit harsh to go through Ange when it comes to uh, options. I mean, it, there, there was a point at 65 minutes, Lawrence, and you and I are sitting, and it was pretty evenly matched. At that point, you know, you could have gone either way in terms of a winner at 65 minutes. And it's at that point that you think, right, we need a change. And you and I were discussing what could have been done. And it was very similar to the game against Livingston. Very, very few, if any, options on the bench. And I do have my sympathies for Ange, but we're in a situation by the time Jamesy Forrest and Callum McGregor and Kyogo and Julien and everybody else comes back, we could be so far off the pace that it's an unsurmountable gap. And that's my biggest concern. Listen, there was options. I mean, straight away, we'll want to change them. We'll go 3-5-2. Go get Welsh on. Go 3-5-2. Get a badder and a Yeti up front. There was a way to change it. Clearly, it wasn't happening for Roger and Turnbull today. You know, get Turnbull off. Ralston could play right wing back. Montgomery left wing back. You know, you ought to just be behind. It wasn't happening for a Yeti either, Long so you just take him off. Well, but, but I'm thinking good three five two, keep the the, the forwards on the park. But, but there was there was changes that could could have been made, but there weren't. If you're going there was no changes. If you're going to go three five two. I would have put Jota and Abata up front then. Let's have a wee chat then about a Yeti, uh, Tony, because it's it's got to that stage. I mean, obviously there was the the uh, blatant chance where he's fired it over the bar, but um, I count three very good opportunities. Uh, it may be harsh to say he should have scored all three, two headers, where he simply can't get above the ball. Uh, one from a cross by Ralston, one from a badder. But again, does that not say more about his positioning? I keep hearing he's a a, a, a box goal scorer, a penalty box goal scorer, but he's been given three penalty box opportunities today and he's not scored any of them. And also as well, how many times has he fizzed the ball across the area and he's nowhere near them? Montgomery, what a chance that was. He's moving our anticipation. We, we were in the group chat and there was messages coming in and Laura made the point 
on the group chat that he just doesn't anticipate, he doesn't run. You know, how many times can a ball be crossed into the box and your centre forward's no there? And I have to agree with that. You know, that's, I mean, are you, we're watching the same game. Mm-hmm. You know, your centre forward should be there. And then when he is on the end of chances that you think he should score, he's fluffing. I said to you at half time, didn't I? I hope that didn't turn out to be a, a big moment in the game. And it has turned out to be a huge moment in the game. Yeah. Because that's a bread and butter tap in for a goal. And he skies it. I mean, he, he misses by. You've got to score. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. And it was right after United had scored. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was crucial. Sucker punch. Sucker punch for Dundee United. Who, by the way, I think uh, throughout the game, um, showed themselves as being one of the best teams we've seen, if not the best team we've seen at Celtic Park, certainly this season, Lawrence. I mean, they'll, they'll be fine this season, Dundee United. A couple of very, very good performances in there. Yeah, listen, Hearts and midfield look really good. Fuchs, although he's been off, you know, the rest of the game he com- competed well. Uh, but for me, Roger and Tumble were again missing in, in midfield. McCarthy was good when he was on, but Sorrow done okay. But we can't have three players in, in midfield and only get a tune out of one of them. <laughs> you, you know. There was maybe a spell about 10 minutes where Roger came back into the game and it was just before then Lawrence, you and I were saying that if you're going to make a change, it's got to be Roger off because he had, he had basically just been on the periphery of the match all the way through it, uh, not contributing whatsoever. Then there was a wee flurry. Uh, you know, there was an opportunity. He's in the box. He does his mazy run. Nothing comes of it, of course. He hits the bar with a header. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating because we know that, you know, historically, Roger and Turnbull aren't going to be playing two games in 90 minutes every week, but we're expecting them to do that just now. Is it maybe a, a situation, Tony, where, uh, you know, they're just running out of steam at the moment? Yeah, but we keep getting back to it, don't we? Our chronic lack of depth. And we've spoken about it for weeks of the transfer window and then since the transfer window shut, we knew we were light in midfield. We just knew it and we did nothing about it. You know, you let a potential target in Ali McCann from St Johnston go to Wigan for 1.2 million. Could have signed them. You know, you, a potential target possibly Lewis Ferguson from Aberdeen didn't even inquire about it. You know, these, these players are are available or were available. You know, you and injuries in part are part and parcel of football. You know, your captain gets injured and you know it takes away a massive, massive part of your team. And we're not pinning this on Ange, but Ange is the football manager of Celtic Football Club and Ange's job is to get results for Celtic Football Club. There you go, Capital Mark. That's what I'm saying. 10 from 21 points is not way acceptable. But it's, that's, these are the stats. These are the facts. And yep, we're allowing for injuries and all sorts of things. And he's, he's been dealt a terrible hand so far. But he has to come up with ways of winning football matches. And so far he hasn't. You know, when people were saying Abbott at home were pretty good, we're looking at you know, Abbott, Abbott, as you've said. There's no Abbots today. No. They did not win a football match that was already seven games into the season was a must-win game because, as you say, come the time all these players come back and they're fit and ready and report for duty, Celtic might be well out of it, but then that, that gap might have been stretched to more and that's yeah. your now moving forward. 
Absolutely. Lawrence, you were going to chip in there. I was going to say the last game at home we were struggling until we get a, a fortunate deflection for Carla Vickers. You know, you know, the first two games I would, I would say yeah. we were looking good. I was the giving them game, a doubt in that one. But, but the worry here is there was changes that could have been made. I, I raised that point against He's Livingston Lawrence and, and quite a few people disagreed because to, to, to go offensive people often think you need to bring on an attacking player, but I just think that you need to know your, your side and your squad well enough to be able to, because you can't go into a game like today, 65 minutes in, one each, not create enough and not be able to change it. You've got to be able to change it. You've, there's bodies on the bench, and if they're on the bench, they're good enough to play for Celtic. Therefore, you've got to make the changes. So you've got to change the shape. I mean, you gave one suggestion of that for Albin Ayeti, regardless of whether or not there's an out-and-out striker centre forward on that bench, for him to, to complete the game today and play 94 minutes is, is a scandal. There's no way that he, that he would do any more than bringing somebody else in off the bench and putting maybe a badder because I don't think Yota looked tremendously um, natural to that position when he came on, uh, when he switched against Ray Throbers. So give a badder uh, a more prominent role through the middle. But you've got to bring a Yeti off, Tony. You can't just hope that he's going to... Turn, turn the tide in 90 minutes. I would have thought so. Uh, you, you know, if you're looking at the bench, you're taking three players off, three players immediately spring to mind. It's Roderick Turnbull or a Yeti, right? If you're looking to your bench, so you're making changes accordingly, aren't you? You know, McCarthy had to come off because he was injured. But if I'm if I'm managing, I'm looking, I'm thinking, okay, you bring Moffat on, you know, take a Jetty off, put a batter through the middle, put Moffat out wide and, and Jota out wide. You know, and, and or whatever, but the, regardless, as you say, you, options might be limited, but you still have options. You have the, you should have the managerial now to be able to uh, change that game. Mm-hmm. And we've watched three situations now where we've been in a comfortable winning position in Spain, and the manager has not known how to win that football match or at least get a draw. Lost four three. We've gone to Livingston and lost an early-ish goal and we've not been able to get a point from that, yeah. let alone, you know, we're not being able to score a goal, right? And then we've took another one in position at home today where we're supposed to be brilliant and we've not been able to change it or turn that draw into a win. These these things worry me and they worry me about the manager and, you know, and you're not being... As I keep saying, you're not being wise after the event. You've been signposting it along the way and just saying, look, don't get carried away. It's, you know, we'll see what happens where we are. And people say, you know, once we got all these players back, and, and I get all that, but it might be too late by then. You have to adapt to the here and now. And in the here and now at the top of the programme, we said on the seventh game in the campaign, it was a must win. Nothing changed. And, and Celtic didn't win it. So, as you say, when do you start turning around and say, hmm, there's cause for concern? So I'm concerned, very concerned. Yeah. And I'm concerned, and, I, and we've cut the manager every bit of slack going. Did you see much evidence, and I hate the phrase Ange Ball, so I'm not going to call it Ange Ball, but did you see much evidence of this great attacking football today? I, don't I think, know. I think what you see, you see Yota standing out like a sore thumb. Yep. I think that, you know, even if you want him to play in a, a specific role, he's going to stand out because of the, the God-gifted talent that he, that he possesses. 
Tony, but beyond that, I've not seen anything that would... That in fact, what I would go as far to say is I've seen far too much at the back to suggest that it's not actually working. There was a moment where Joe Hart ended up, right, and he couldn't have... He couldn't have been aware of everything that was happening at that because, it, you know, he's turned around and played the ball across his own goal. Hearts yeah. in the mouth stuff. That's happened too often for me. So if that's part of the philosophy, then it concerns me greatly as well. I said also on Monday, it's, you know, as much as I didn't see Ange Bob, I saw a lot of dodgeball. There's people no ducking out of responsibility here, no taking responsibility for grabbing that game by the scruff of the neck and going and winning it. That's what it would have needed today. You know, there was one point in the second half. Tumbles get his arms out like that, but the, there's a player between him and the Celtic boy with a ball. You're like Tumble, you need to show for this. You need to move. You need yeah. to let, you know. let the boy see you. You need to make the angle here. You need to take a few steps instead of just going. You know, give me the ball. You're like you can't get the ball to you. You need to move for it. So, but you touched on it. You know, three players you never thought one of them would you know, maybe lucky if one of them finishes the game. Tumble, Rogic, a Yeti. And all three finished. All three of them get the, the full 94 minutes. And, and Jota, as you say, was the only one that looked capable of winning it and as if he wanted to win it. Look, I would give Tony Ralston, mate. You know, 94 minutes, he's still going up and down that line. Well, there's a, good point. There's a good point that Duncan Cameron makes on that, Lawrence. You're chatting on uh, the YouTube comment section, Duncan. Thanks for getting involved. And you say that Ralston leaves everything on the park. If Turnbull had half his heart, he'd be twice the player. I'll tell you one thing. And I know that Ralston has divided opinion throughout the season, Tony Haggerty, but he is committed. He's 100% yeah. and he was still winning corners in the last five minutes of that game. Yeah, OK, I was kind of meaning in a creative sense. You know, I, I I accept now that Tony Ralston gives his all for the club and he and he's not let anybody down this season since he's came into the side. But it's kind of a given now that Ralston's a seven-stroke-eight player and I never ever thought I'd say that. So I was kind of exempting the guys from the back because I think they actually did a bit today, you know. From forward to front, we had one player functioning and that was Jordan. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to throw this out to you guys because, again, um, I think if someone like, let's say, Jim Orr was on today's post-match, he would be saying, margins, we've hit the bar on three occasions, we've had two injuries, um, you know, sustained in the first half, which forced a a change in the first half and a change at half-time. And the way that Jim looks at it is very much balanced. There's no knee-jerk when it comes to that that viewpoint. And I absolutely get all that. But the, the stark reality is we're sitting here with three defeats and a draw already from the first seven games. Um, and if we continue in that vein of form, I'm not going to be uh, so brutal as to suggest we won't even finish second. Uh, but I'm going to bring this up. D. Kelleher says we're going to be lucky to make the top six. What I'll say is that you've got teams in Hearts and Hibs who for many, many years I feel have been underachieving. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Uh, I've always felt that a team from the capital should be much, much stronger than they have been. Every so often, there's a cup run, or every so often, they, they go on a run of games. I remember the Hearts team, Tony, that I think went for the first 12 games of the season under Burley, and they're sitting at the top of the league. And that, that happens from time to time. 
But you're looking at them after seven games, and I know it's only seven games, but they've got the points on the board. They're unbeaten, and they're building something, whereas I still think we're in a state of flux. I'm still waiting for this philosophy and this style of football to click. It's been very much uh, sporadic. Sometimes we get a great performance. Sometimes we get a great 30 minutes. But the game plan for me, I don't think, is as clear as it is when you watch Hibs or Hearts or Rangers. And by the way, Motherwell and Dundee United are above us as well. And I've watched Celtic teams that have finished fifth in the league, by the way, D. Kelleher. So I don't take what you're saying um, lightly at all because you, you've got to go out there and get results like today, Tony. Now, there's been a lot of chat around about the Celtic kind of alternative media sphere that when you criticise the club, you're you're called negative. I'm not being negative. I mean, I'll sit here all day and talk about the positives from today. Uh, Yota being the biggest positive. Ralston on the right-hand side, fantastic. I thought Montgomery, under the circumstances, thrown in unexpectedly, did really well once again. The negatives, the only negatives for me, um, if I'm going to talk about negatives, is the fact that we came away with two injuries. Everything else isn't negative. It's criticism for what's happened. It's not subjective. I mean, everybody watching that game uh, knows that Ayeti needs to score the goal where, where he's three yards out and the ball's played to him at a good pace. He just needs to put it in the net. So if you then start talking about that, the counter is, yeah, but he's got no one else up there. Well, he does have an option up there. He's got a couple of options of people that can play through the centre and he's not utilised them. Is it a concern for you, Lawrence, that again, we've got a manager who seems reluctant to make changes during a game in match management? Listen, definitely, it's a. It was it was obvious, you know, our midfield, Roger and Tumble went at it. You know, McCarthy was okay, he was on. Sora was on. Ayeti's off the pace. I would keep persisting with it. There's got to be something different. You know, we don't. It's not working with Roger and Tumble in the midfield, as you've said before. We don't get ninety minutes out of either of them. You might say it might have been fine margins. Listen, we're hitting the bar. Hitting the bar's not on target, is it? You know. Dundee United made their keeper sent off second half. But Dundee United should have won that at the end. I don't know, know how they, they didn't get that shot off quicker and put it in the back of the net. It's, and you can see where we're getting stretched. You can see that the midfield wasn't doing enough. Look at the ground that Hearts was covering for them, the tackles he was putting in the amount of times he's winning the ball. Yeah, looked very good. Who was doing that for us? I know. Now, you the know, player I think that um, could have been doing that for us, obviously, uh, is apparently returning to the squad on Thursday night, Tony. And um, again, we put all our eggs in the basket with McGregor coming back, Kyogo coming back, Julian coming back. And again, it could well have been another point that someone wishing to address the ball or redress the balance of this argument would say, well, there's three pivotal players in three areas of the park who are going to make a massive difference. And I think they will make a massive difference. But there's no guarantee Callum McGregor will be fit on Thursday night. If he's not and McCarthy's out, then you really do have an issue, don't you? I mean, what do you do in that scenario? Sorrow starts again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we, I can't understand this. You're being negative. You're reacting to a result, first and foremost. You're reacting to a performance. I get back to it. Manager's been brought in to win football matches. He has to discover a way to win football matches. Just 10 points from the first seven games out of 21 as a Celtic manager, it's not good enough. I mean, for, for any Celtic manager. For any Celtic manager. Right, for any Celtic manager, it's not good enough. So, I mean, 
you can talk about oh these are too negative. If someone wants to accentuate all the positives for me today, then feel free. I'm reacting to what we stood at, sat at the top of the programme and said was a must-win game. And again, we haven't won. Went to Livingston last week, still a must-win game. We haven't won. You know, so I, you know, and you see there's a pattern here of game management where you're looking to your manager to inspire, to make the changes or to react to circumstances in order to guarantee these win or make the changes that helps you win these football matches. And so far, in the last three games, you've been uninspired by him and his inaction or the actions that he has taken, which haven't been good enough to win football matches. So are you not allowed to criticise that or look at that? Or You've got to criticise it. You've got to. Put the microscope on it, you know? And I've I seen a comment there about only real Celtic fans will back the team, armchair fans will criticise them. What's all that about? I, mean, I just find that, you know, I, I, I don't know what that actually means, but I mean, we're all Celtics, so we want the team to win. But the manager is no exempt from criticism. Well, and I think now that you have to turn in and say, okay, you know, he's some things, we have highlighted some things that he, he's done in the way the team has played have been very good. But a lot of it, it's not been really good, has it? So we are turning our microscope on that and we're having a look at it. And that's fair. It is fair. And in this day and age of engagement and how easy it is to engage and communicate, the conversations that we are having are the same types of conversations that I would be having on a Celtic supporters bus coming home to Fife from a game. It's the same conversations you would have um, in the boozer after the game. And the way that we're having them, I don't think, is is studs up. I mean, Fuchs was definitely studs up in the first half, but we're not going in studs up here. We're making points as to what is going wrong, what could be done better. And Here's a point from Gary Fitzpatrick just coming in from YouTube. Aberdeen game could finish our season. I am so fed up. It's unbelievable. Now, the reason I'm bringing that up is straight away you're going into a game at Pataudry, which is generally one of the toughest places. And I know we've done well there in recent seasons, but generally it's a tough fixture up at Pataudry. They're just um, two points behind us in the league. And at that point, if you don't get a win up there and you've got to go and get a win up there, then, and I'm not going to say panic stations, but I think many, many more people will be all the way thinking, Lawrence, that you know this is this is in dire straits. This situation. Yeah, the, the, listen, the, the performances can't continue. You can't keep going. Everything's fine, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, no icebergs. Everything's going fine here. When you're not winning football games, can you? And the, the comment about backing the team, we backed the team during the game, but after the game, you're allowed to set and go. Well, look. We should have tried something different. It was clear to me that Roger and Tumble weren't working. I think Roger had ten minute spell, you know, in the second half. It was clear to me that those two weren't working. Yota bad a bit of joy. First half, Yota, second half as well, a bad had fell out. You go, we'll move a bad in. Tony Ralston's got some injury. He was, he was up and down that line non stop. Yeah. You go, so why not go three five two? Why not put two players in the box? We we need to change something. It was clear it wasn't working for us. And Tony said, well, take a Yeti off, you know, put a bad up front, keep 4-3-3. But whatever it is, you had to change something. When something's not working, it's quite clear it's not working. Mm. You go, we really need to change something here. The big thing with David Turnbull, 
Um, and I'm a, a big fan of him, Tony. But if you were to list the two main attributes that he has as a footballer, one of the ones that springs to mind is his long-range efforts. The other one is his passing ability. The minute he's knackered, his distribution goes out the window and he starts losing the ball. So he becomes really ineffective around the 65-70 minute mark. And when he's already having a fairly bad game or you know a below-average game for his standards, then... Uh, you know, coupled by by the fact that Tommy Rodgers not having his best day, and and they both finished the ninety four minutes, you've got to make a change at that point. Yeah, I mean that that uh, you know that defies belief that all all three of those players finished the game, Rodgers, Turnbull, Ajeti, because it doesn't matter who you are looking at at the bench; those were your three candidates for coming off the park, and and, and you and I can see that. Mm-hmm. And if the manager can't see that, then that's pretty concerning. It's concerned me, you know. I'm not talking about going studs, studs up or knee high on the manager. It just we seem to be saying the same three things, or the same thing. Sorry, after the last three games, you have to react to the situation round about you as it's unfolding. With a two 0 lead in Spain, ended up losing four three. Mm-hmm. Just. Because we couldn't, we didn't know how to protect what we had, or you know, you go to Livingston and the pitch was always going to play its part. But I'm not blaming the pitch, but you couldn't break the bottom of the league team down, you know. That's you know, and, and granted, we're missing players. Keep getting back to it, we're missing players. And then today, you go one nil up, lose a goal within two minutes, and then you can't break them down. And then I know we hit the bar three times, and I get all that and. People will say we attacked. Yeah, we did attack, but we didn't win the game. Mm-hmm. The managers know is to win the game. Always. Tony, as much as we are missing players, we've still got living in the park. You know, know. Livingston yeah. were about. You, you know, they've had bigger changes than us. You know, That's, so we've still got living players in the park. We've still got options in the bench. I know it's, that. That's you know, what I'm saying. That, that you've half, still, you've still got one off. If one of the the, the biggest squads, you're in the top two in terms of personnel, if you want to look at the squad and, and numbers. I know we're two down from last season, but you've still got far more every options than virtually every other team. Every Celtic player will walk into a Livingston team. Fact, right? That's a fact. You know? So, and most of them would walk into that Dundee United team. I'm talking about starting 11s last week and, and, and today. So, we have a strong team. We have a strong squad of players. Granted, it's weakened because we've got players out. We know that, but I keep saying it. We can't keep can't keep bringing that up as an excuse. The players are injured. They're available when they're available. You play in the here and the now. And in the here and the now, since the start of the season, we've dropped 11 points mm-hmm. from from seven league games. It's, get back to it. It's not good enough. It's unacceptable for any Celtic manager. So, Ange has to... You know, we have to turn around and say, right, you know, you're contributing to this because in games, you're not, your game management isn't great. You know, you're, you're, you're adapting to circumstances or, you know, the way you see things. We're, we're putting that under scrutiny and I think, I think it's fair comment. 
and we'll continue to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's a full-time it's a full-time reaction. I don't think that uh, often, and by the way, we've done these full-time reactions after four, not one, drop-ins at the hands of Rangers, uh, and we've managed to keep it as balanced as, as possible. The three final points I want to raise. The first one, Tony, going back to the point that, um, you know, see, see in years to come, there'll be absolutely no asterisk to say, oh, I but... Uh, Kyogo was injured and McGregor and, and et cetera, et cetera. That does not exist. That doesn't, it didn't exist for John Barnes when Henrik Larson broke his leg. It didn't exist for Tommy Burns where there was a delayed registration for George Cadet. And it didn't happen for Vengloss when uh, Marco Viduka uh, fled the country. You know, <laughs> And these things affected those managers and affected the outcome of those seasons. Yeah. But there, there is no, absolutely no caveat. Failure is failure, and it's just, you know there's no other way to look upon it. Nobody will remember the fact that the least amount of games James Forrest has ever played in a season since breaking through was last season, when we lost the 10. I mean, the fact is you lost the 10, and that's the bottom line of it. James Forrest was a massive loss last season, but that doesn't get Neil Lennon out of jail. And that, this is the big point you're making, Tony. Secondly, I, I've watched a performance there, and yes... Whenever you compare players, people call you a mug. I, I see a lot of David Ginola in Yota. The way he plays the game, the, the, the cultured manner in which he plays it, uh, the maze he runs, the fact that he can do it you know, five yards from his own touchline, five yards from the opposition's touchline, Tony. He's a special, special talent. But my biggest concern, and it's coming through here from Hunter Matt or Hunter Matt, Jota will be away back home 1st of January now. Maybe not on the 1st of January, but we've got an option to buy this player. And you've got to ask yourself, why Why would he want to come? Well, you've still got... I mean, let's, let's be realistic. You've still got a lot of time to turn this round. Well, that's the one thing we do have on our side. It's going to have to turn around pretty quickly, isn't it? You know, and as I say today, a flair player like Jota, some people think that these guys are luxury players, but Jota wanted to win that game today. Jota tried everything in his armour to win that game today. Yep. You know, he did. You know, Ralston the same, as Lawrence rightfully pointed out. But those two apart, I mean, I'm exempting the defence because they took care of more or less everything that came to them. You know, when they under real pressure per se. But, you know, Jota was the only one from middle to front who gave you anything like a shift. And I mean a real shift who stood up to the plate, who kind of grabbed it by the scruff of the neck and, and wanted it. No, not many others did. And he needed help. Can he go hiding in these moments? You've got to rise, step up to the plate. You know, and as you say, you you looked at your substitutes bench and you took any Roger Turnbull or Jetty off, keeping back to it. This your middle to front, more or less, isn't it? This time last year, Tony, seven games in, you'll remember we beat Livingston 3-2. They've got a, a late goal. And then in actual fact, they almost scored an equaliser in the last minute. Um, that was our seventh game of the season. And we amassed 19 points from those seven games. We were sitting joint top with Rangers. So you can compare and contrast because there's one thing's for sure. I don't think Rangers this season um, are going to have the same season as they did last, last year. But they're going to grind out results like they did yesterday. And they're not going to be dropping 
as many points as we are currently. So that that change, talking about time, that change has to happen. And it, you know, it actually had to happen today. We said that at the beginning of the game. Uh, we go into our Europa League group stages game, which I will enjoy with yourself, Tony. We're going to have to get somebody else to sit in the hot seat. Uh, but we will definitely be covering that game, uh, as we always do, on a Celtic state of mind. I'd just like to thank everybody for getting involved today. There's been over 3,000 live viewers post-match today, which is quite astonishing when you consider that the first Axon Bulletin got 97 views on YouTube. So thank you all for tuning in. And you're tuning in on Facebook, Twitch, LinkedIn, YouTube and um, elsewhere. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, that's the other one. Uh, so thanks everyone for getting involved. We really appreciate your support. Even when the team's not doing so well, uh, we can all vent together. And all that's left for me to say is Tony Haggerty and Lawrence Connolly, thank you for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad, because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. As the number one audio company, Gives you access to all every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. 
If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.